Welcome to Grace to All. I'm your host, Paul Gray. You've probably used the word grace, sang Amazing Grace, or said grace at a meal. But did you know that God's grace is way better than we can even imagine, and that you and all people already have an abundant supply of God's unlimited amazing grace? Today, we're going to hear the truth about God's amazing grace to all people. So, sit back, relax, and prepare to be inspired and awakened to the amazing treasures that you already possess. This is truth that you can handle. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our second week in a row of talking with my good friend, Mike Popovich. And I could give you a great uh, introduction for him of his career at the Air Force Academy and his uh, business successes and different things. You can look that up for yourself at freedomministries.org because it's important that we get into today right away what we're talking about. First of all, Mike, welcome back. Yeah, thank you, sir. And thank you all for being with us. And I asked Mike to tell us how do you do it? How do you get started? What do you do with the things that he's talking about? And I'm going to go back and recap last week. I'm just going to turn it over to Mike and you got it, brother. Yeah, thanks. And the main thing I want you to understand is every one of you can do this. You're all fully equipped with everything that God designed you to have. He says, I've blessed you with everything that pertains to life and godliness. So there's no attribute or ability of God that you do not possess. That spirit in you is eternal. It's one, always has been. It's always been perfect in you. And the real journey is to just, how do we do it? Like Paul was saying. So I want you to know it's as simple as this. Is You know, in the scriptural narrative, it says, you are the temple, like we talked about. And if you go back and look, when they're talking about the temple, they talk about these two creatures in your mind called cherubim. It's really interesting. It's, these, it's just the two cerebrum, because you see the high priest would go into the holiest of holies. And you guys, most of you know, if you're, you've been into scripture at all. The, the narrative was when, when man went face to face, it's in the secret place that nobody saw. They have this narrative of the high priest going to the secret place where nobody outside saw. But when you went in there, you were face to face with the creative ability of God himself, and he answered prayer. And then we see that New Testament revelation, how to interpret that scripture is, ye are the temple and the spirits within you. So those two cherubs are these two parts of our cerebrum, the holiest of holies. And it's as simple as this. In fact, the, the word karab and then they add a yod mem on it, which just makes it plural. So these two halves that are face-to-face of each other, these feathered halves that are creative, the Hebrews said they're, they're literally creatures of imagination. So when we imagine something, anything, we're literally creating the desire we want, and it brings it into the physical. Now, that sounds so simple, but it is. And so even in the Hebrew, the, Paul knows I love this stuff. And quantum's figuring this out. They said, you know what? When you picture what you do desire versus taking your eyes off the physical reality, whether it's money, whether it's relationships, whether it's health issues, there's no limit. This works in everything. It really is going within. And so the Hebrew karab literally is this first letter is so fascinating to me. It's kaf in Hebrew. But kaf says this to the Hebrews when they were going, when you go, when you imagine something, when you just picture the desire of your life as if you want it to be. It says it takes the latent or hidden power of any potential and brings it into physical reality. And that's Resh Vav Bet. And if you, so these two creatures of imagination, our two halves of our cerebrum, our mind, is the creative ability of God. And when we picture something that says it takes any possibility we image, and we're literally bringing that into physical existence within the mind of man, is what it says in Hebrew. 
It's fascinating to me. So probably another way to do it again is just an example, Paul, if you don't mind. Please do. Yeah. So I shared this the other night. This was from August 9. And I shared this when we were on with Don and, and you, Paul. So this lady, Celeste, sends me, she said, my husband, Michael, had a massive heart attack yesterday. The surgeon said he made it just in time. I was almost a widow. I frantically emailed Mike and asked him to see with me, Michael, at home, healthy, working, and enjoying life. It was that brief. Mike agreed with me. I knew this prayer was going to be the test of all tests for me. I listened to the messages all the time. And yes, I prayed and imagined small things, and it worked. But this was a massive, almost deadly heart attack. So here, here's how simple it was. This, this answers the question too. And, and uh, so what do you want? And I said, I want to see him healthy, no heart damage. I want to I want to see him back to work immediately enjoying life. And so she said, I went back in my mind to him being at the gym and having a perfect workout with no heart attack. Then in my imagination, I saw the doctor saying, there's no heart damage. This was massive, but it's fixed and you can go home tomorrow. Now in our natural mind, we would go, how can that be? So her next sentence, today, after tests, the doctor just left the room. Are you ready for this? There is no heart damage. He will be moved out of CCU this, this afternoon and probably go home tomorrow. And she put about 10 exclamation points. I believe, I believe, I believe. So here's, here's how this, <laughs> this, this stuff is just fun to me. I know this is crazy. Like, it's a deadly heart attack, but it really is. Instead of panicking, I think if we could picture, is this this big a deal to God? Like if Jesus Christ walked into the, the room and he said, you know what? This isn't a big deal. You know what? You're going to go home tomorrow. We would all go, wow, he could do that. Again, because of separation, we don't equate that he gave us his royal rule and reign. He gave us the kingdom. It says, in fact, it was his great pleasure for us to experience his monarchy. Like I tell people, if you can understand a king, the king writes the rules. And guess what? He goes, I've given you my kingdom. And so it's simply as this. So in this case, how do we do it? So in the physical, we just saw wow, my husband had a heart attack. The doctors are telling me everything they need to tell me. They're telling me what they're seeing. They're, they're doing everything in their ability to heal my husband, to take care of him, to restart his heart, you know, to get oxygen to the brain so there's no brain damage, all the different things that we know. But what can you and I do? There's no limits to the spirit of God in us. And so I simply, what, what we did with her is I said, all right, that's all real. I'm not denying that. I'm not kind of weird. Like, oh, that didn't happen. Let's act like it didn't happen. That's not it at all. It's simply... Okay, yeah, that is the current present reality. But the kingdom of God says we can choose any reality. So let's see it differently. So when we we simply imagined him back at the gym, having a perfect workout and coming home as if nothing happened. And the next day he's going to work as if nothing happened. And when I picture that and I begin to experience it as real, where there's a there's like, wow, that would be so great, but that's peaceful. Oh, thank you, Lord. That's so wonderful that that's the truth. Now, that's it, guys. And then it really is this trust, this faith, that all these things we talk about. But it's not you trying to gen up faith. It really is trusting that when I image something, it literally is the creative power of God bringing it into pass. So it's really two things. What do I want? What outcome do I want? It can be financial. It can be relational. It can be physical, like we just saw. Create a picture in your mind as if you're already experiencing it. Most people are trying to pray for things versus experiencing them, experiencing as if it's real. So she was experiencing her husband coming home like normal from the gym as if nothing happened. Great. Now, if that was the case, what would you feel? You'd feel peaceful because nothing's wrong. And what you want with the emotions of probably the 
Philippians 4, 6, the, you know, those emotions where I think on these things, things that are lovely, things that are pure. If there's any virtue, think on those things. It's the emotions of gratitude, of love, of limitlessness, of peace that make things effortlessly happen. So what do you desire? Experience it if it's real with that emotion as if it's already done. And now trust in this infinite love of God in you, the creative ability of God in you to bring it to pass with no more effort on your own. And go to bed. That's what I tell people. It's easier for me to get out of bed because I'm smart enough to read. He gives to his beloved in my sleep. So I don't do all night prayer meetings. I do 20 or 30 seconds of visualizing it until I experience some joy and I leave it to God in me. It's that simple. Yeah. Kids can do it really well. We mess it up every now and then. We gunk it up. Wow. Mike, give us an example with a relationship where uh, yeah. not Ooh. a broken bone, but uh, a broken, yeah. a broken heart. Um, yeah. Uh, in fact, this is a really fresh one for me. It's interesting in Hebrew again, where, you know, we all accept Yahweh, yud heh vav as the Lord. It's the tetragrammaton, you know, it's like L-O-R-D. It's capitalized in your English Bibles usually. And it's Yod is the finished or strength of God to do work. And then Hava, it's, it's really a man between two creative entities, two pictures. You get to choose anything you want to picture in that window. It's hey vav hey. So literally the Lord, yud heh vav hey, is whatever you picture becomes. Now, like we discussed, Paul, we've, we've all experienced things, we've pictured things that we don't want. Now, if there wasn't a way out of that, that wouldn't be very good. But to the Hebrew, there's salvation, which means there's wholeness, there's healing, there's abundance, there's limitlessness. So Yeshua, which we say, oh, that's Jesus, but we don't make it real again, in my opinion. I, I still think most Christians don't make it real. They still have this guy walking the earth 2,000 years ago versus experiencing the present day reality. He's limitless, guys, and he's outside of time. We can read these narratives, but I think it never changes the truth about us. And so Yeshua, they have this Hebrew letter shin in there. And it's a picture of a tooth or a fire. And to the idea of the Hebrew was, like for me, it's really easy to picture. A, a, if you've ever seen a forest fire, it literally just takes out anything in its path. And it, it takes that, all of that, lumber and the energy and wood, all that potential energy and makes it pure energy where it's just ash. It's released in in fire, heat, and just becomes pure potential again. So that was the idea of the shin. Or if I ate some food, if I ate a sandwich for lunch, the tooth consumes it down to pure energy. And it guess what? It recreates life in me. So that was the idea of the shin where you could take anything, break it down as if it never happened. And recreate life. So you see forest fire, it looks like the moon, everything looks dead, it's black, it's charred. And as you know, Paul, it's like it's just like spring anywhere else. Um, also in a week later, you see all these shoots of new life coming out of nowhere. This green starts to pop up where a month later there it's no longer black. Some of those lodgepole trees are black, but the ground is completely green. So how do we do it? So th- this is really real. I'll, I'll share this. So this lady came last week, I think, or maybe two weeks ago. Anyway, the, the story, this is what I want to tell you. So she comes to me and she's kind of weepy and she says, my dad was a pedophile. And I guess she's probably in her 40s. So it probably happened, you know, before 10. So I go for 30 years, she's been living this thing as if it's still real. Now, are you really so zoed then? Are you really healed? I don't think so. True forgiveness to the Hebrew was this, is I have a shin in me, which can make it completely whole. So true forgiveness is seen. So I said, here's how you do it. Your dad was probably molested. Your dad probably had 
things that he was struggling with and wounded that you think your dad really wanted to molest you? I said, I don't think so. I just don't believe that, that that's something he wanted to do. But it's something he never learned how to deal with because he probably wasn't taught like we're sharing with how these people can just live this life as if it never happened. So I said, I want you to go back and I want you to picture your dad, everything you were looking for him. You were looking for unconditional acceptance. You were looking for him to just hold you and love you. And you feel so good about it. It's like, oh, that's the daddy. All I wanted. All I wanted was his attention. I said, can you picture that? I said, yeah. I said, now here's what's crazy about the spirit realm. There's no time or space. Not only will it rewire your continued, your complete heart and mind, all the people associated with that, which means your dad, are changed as if it never happened in their heart as well. Now, this is real, guys, because there's study after study. In fact, one that I love, it's in Dispenza's books, if you guys ever look at that, where there was this Jewish scientist who wanted to do a study on prayer. And so it was a double-blind study. And there were 3,000 patients with sepsis, which is a pretty serious blood disease, which oftentimes is fatal. And so computers randomly generated these 3,000 people. He gave people that know how to pray like Paul and I are sharing with you right now. They just randomly spit them out. And there were some that weren't real, So, but people don't know that. So they're praying. And then the real cases were generated to somebody else. So it literally was double blind. And what they did is they simply saw these patients healed whole divine speed healing. And so they, they had shortened times in the hospital, shortened temperatures, all these things where they, they really healed very quickly. What he didn't tell them was they were praying for people that had been in the hospital five years earlier. That shows you there's no time or distance in the spirit. The yud vav the creator of the world, who never changes, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's not limited by time, guys. Time is a thing we've come up with. He can see that there's going to be a group of people praying for these people in sepsis five years from now, and it statistically heals them five years earlier. That blew their mind. That's how it works. That's how it works. So I told this lady, I said, you begin to experience the dad you always wanted as if it never happened. And you experience that joy. You recreate the image in your mind of how you wanted it to be. And it not only heals your heart, it heals your dad's heart, everybody associated with it. Because if we really believe we're one, it's healing his heart at the same time we do it. Now, that may sound crazy, guys, but I do it over and over and over, whether it's addicts, whether it's pedophiles, whether it's people that have had betrayals in marriage. I go. We can heal the human heart. It's, we have a shin within us. That's a mouthful, but that's really what we do. Wow. Sounds like good news, doesn't it? <laughs> well, yes, it does. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it does. I, I'm, uh, I'm rarely speechless, <laughs> except for right now. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But think about it. Couldn't God, who's not outside, where if we really take those scriptures, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. There's no shadow or turning, Right. There's no time in him. And the quantum physicists are getting this so we can literally rewrite it. And, and I can say that with my marriage, too. Is that this is, you know, Barbara and I share this a lot. We really struggled for the first three years of our marriage. We came out of the academy. She's an academy graduate, too. And so we're, we're both these drivers. Like, hey, we're going to get stuff done. And sometimes, you know, that can cause a, a little friction in the marriage where you're both right all the time. <laughs> right? Which probably means I was wrong most of the time. But if you're both convinced, we're right. And we're going to prove it, dog on it. And so uh, we literally went back and act as in our imaginations as if we were high school sweethearts, that there were no prior relationships. We didn't even try to heal those relationships. We didn't go, oh, I never did this or I never did that with this you know, prior relationship. We simply only focused on, wouldn't that be amazing if we were high school sweethearts and we've been in love the whole time? 
And I'm telling you, it heals it, guys. Whereas I can picture some things that happened, you know, in our first three years of marriage, but the sting is literally 100% gone. There's no emotional attachment to it. It really is just going back. What would it been like if it was exactly how you wanted it to be? And that literally rewires your heart where the sting goes away and all you experience is the joy, the love, the freedom as if it never happened. You know, Mike, I've been thinking that once people really catch on to and do the things that we've been talking about, uh, it's going to put religion out of business. And I can see now it's going to put counselors out of business. too. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? They'll be busier than ever if they get results, right? Oh, yeah. Which is a great thing. Well, Which is a course. great thing. Yeah. Of so course. I agree with you, though. I, I get what you're saying. Because if counselors could pick this up, boy, they could heal people in a matter of time versus recreating, going back. When did this happen? Yeah, we all understand it happened. Let's use the Yeshua in us. Let's save that situation. Let's heal that situation versus reliving it. Sozo. Yeah, sozo. Wow. Every time I'm with you, or as you know, our mind can't tell any difference from what we imagine. Or, yeah. you know, sometimes when we're watching a movie or a TV show, what our mind can't tell any difference from. Yep. You experience uh, the as if it's real, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I feel like that when I'm with you. I, it's real. I experience the things that you're talking about, that uh, the stories that you tell about other people and things that you just related uh, like with, with you and your girlfriend. My mind sees that as true for me as yeah. well. I so want that for uh, everybody because we all need healing, abundance, uh, yeah. restoration in so many areas. And what we've been trying to get that hadn't worked. This works as we know, right, Paul? Yeah, it's infallible, guys. God's infallible, and He's one with you, and He's given yeah. you a beautiful heart and mind to, to literally shape and mold and bring any desire into physical reality simply by enjoying it as if it's real within. It does work, and He does work, and I, I've got my own list to show of that, and I'm starting to collect a, a list of other people who we've shared this with who are uh, experiencing the same thing, and. We're going to keep doing this and uh, keep telling people about it. My last two messages that I gave here, I, I called it Kiss One and Kiss Two. Keep it simple, senor, senorita. And uh, I have a, a tendency to make things harder than they need to be. <laughs> I, I used to have a friend who, who came to our church and back when I did 45-minute sermons, and he would stop me afterwards and uh, we were close enough. He could say this. And he said, hey, uh, uh, could I see your notes? I, I got everything down except point number 23. And I'm <laughs> going, oh, yeah, OK, I get it. Well, yeah, uh, I, I don't need to do that anymore. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, Mike, as we close up uh, now, I, I want to thank you so much again for sharing yeah, you your part your and uh, your experiences with us and tell people again how they can connect with you. Yeah, sure. You can just go to Freedom Ministries, Freedom and then Ministries, all one word, dot org, and uh, you can find anything you need there. So, And I really encourage people to do that. Uh, it's been such a great blessing for me. And we're going to stay on the line and talk about a couple of things, but I want to thank you for being on. Thanks everybody else for watching us. And uh, I know you've been blessed today as I have been, and I'll see you next time on Grace to All with Paul Gray. Thank you for listening to Grace to All. For more about us, how we can serve you, and our special guest, please visit www.gracewithpaulgray.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode and to join our Facebook group. Grace to all. 
where you'll be inspired and awakened to more truth that you can handle.